Hey, what's up? It's me, David, host of the First Four Years podcast. Carving out your own path as a creative professional or an entrepreneur is not just a simple to follow process. It's an unfolding journey of self-discovery, learning, and development. So think of this podcast as a journal of that process, what it's really like in the early phase of starting out and building your own path as a creative today. And if you're coming with me on that journey, let's take that next step forward. Welcome to the first four years. Welcome, welcome, everybody, to the First Four Years podcast. Today, we are talking about the topic of should I wait until I'm excited to get to my work or should I just power through and get it done? Should I make it happen or should I wait for inspiration? It's a tough question because you see people talking about both sides of this. You understand fundamentally both sides of this, you know. When we're kids, we sort of just act on inspiration, you know, unless we're uh, forced by our parents to do our chores. When we go outside and play, when we build a Lego uh, castle, or at least that's what I was doing, I was building a lot of Legos. If you are excited about going outside and playing in the sprinkler, it was always about inspiration. It wasn't like somebody was forcing you to do the thing that you were doing and it felt great and it was natural and you were sort of not as much in your own head about life. You were really just going with whatever that gut feeling was. And then at some point you start school and in school you have to do certain things to uh, pass your grade, to, to move along. And therefore you're, you're given these tasks that, your parents and the school tells you that they just need to get done. And they're not necessarily wrong. You know, it, it does, it helps you learn. Uh, it helps you progress as a human in our society. But we begin to learn a different way of doing things. We begin to learn a different way of approaching our life, which is somebody gives us a task. We don't want to do it, but we suck it up and we do it anyways because blank because we'll pass the test, because we'll make money. And what we're talking about today is really the crux between these two different concepts. When you're a kid and you're just playing and you're inspired and you go to ballet because you want to, you go to gymnastics because you're excited about being there and you're excited about learning. And then the other method, which is you need to make progress. Therefore, these are the things you need to do. I don't care if you don't want to do them. This is the way things are set up. Get your head in the game and get it done. And when I was a kid, I did not respond well to that at all. I was what I think to be a pretty bright kid, but I always did, didn't reach my potential in school. Let's say it that way. And it's because I've always sort of hated being told what to do. And I think if you're somebody listening to this show, you have a similar feeling um, because if you hate being told what to do, you're often somebody who likes to start their own thing because that gives you full ownership of what you get to do. 
And so with my company, Death of the Stock Photo, we have no board, we have no investors. I sort of think I've built this aversion to having somebody else set the plan for me and then have me execute it. But I digress. That's not exactly what we're talking about today. What we're talking about today is you have a lot of work that needs to get done. Do you wait until you're inspired to go do it? Or do you just get in there and get it done? Maybe you've started a blog and you've been writing it for three months. And then this week, you just don't feel like writing it again. Or maybe you have a bunch of stuff at work and your boss has given you a project and you just really don't feel like doing it and you feel like you could force yourself to do it with coffee and all this, you know, hype music or whatever. Um, So here's my take on this issue. Should you make yourself work every day no matter what or should you wait for inspiration? Now, like everything in life, life, it's not black and white, right? And I think that's going to be a recurring theme on the show is that typically the answers are not just one thing or the other. So to get started, I think we all inherently know that there's a balance here. There is a time to show up and work through uh, whatever you're feeling, and there's a time to sit back and wait for inspiration to take hold. So within that middle ground, I want to outline some of the strategies that I believe have worked for me with this question. And to illustrate that, I want to talk about at a high level how I view my last four years of work. This is the first four years, therefore I'm going to talk about my my previous four years um, and what it was like. The way I approached work when I first got started in starting my company, Death of the Stock Photo, is I waited for inspiration. I didn't really have that internal pressure that was always like, you have to be doing this. And that's because it was a side project. It wasn't my full-time thing. Um, And so what I did and what I believe I did well for the first year was really use inspiration as a guide rather than logic as a guide. Because that's what we're really talking about right now. Inspiration and feeling or logic and uh, motivation, I suppose or the, the motivation that comes from logic. And so for the first about a year or so, I'd say that I was really acting um, in my work, how I related to my work off of inspiration. I was doing what I thought was interesting. I was waiting to get excited. I'd get excited, then I'd go get a bunch of stuff done. Um, but I never really forced myself to get uh, a lot of work done at that point in my life. And then as my my work started to pick up and Death the Stock started to grow, slowly, like the child who is having a blast in the summer, just moving free form and going off inspiration, enters school and then has to get stuff done, slowly my commitments grew and grew. And when my commitments started to grow, I began to approach my work differently. I began to approach my work with the logic part of my brain. You need to get X done by this date. You just have to do it. I don't care if you're inspired. Taxes must get paid. People must get paid. And really, I had a lot of obligations that started to come up. And I think I changed the way that I worked from working inspired to working only with my brain, just with the logic part of my body. And therefore, I was drinking coffee, hyping myself up, um, you know, berating myself if I didn't get enough done. I think we all do this. Um, And I was really doing that for about the next year, probably maybe even two years after that. And what I've slowly come around to over the last maybe six months is 
really tapping back into that initial excitement, following my gut, doing things that make me feel excited instead of telling myself I have to do something because. And the way I learned to do that, the way I learned to break the pattern of approaching my work and sort of forcing myself to do it was I started to realize and look at how much actually was just created and didn't need to get done. So at some point my to-do list got massive and at some point I looked at what actually needed to happen and so much of that to-do list was unnecessary. So much of it I could just cross out. If I really listened to myself, if I really listened to my gut and my inspiration, I was able to cross off a ton of the work that I quote unquote thought I should be doing. And that's what allowed me to open back up into the excitement part. And so again, today the discussion is, do you follow inspiration and that's when you show up to work? Do you follow your logic of all these tasks that you know you have to get done? The middle ground, which I'm, I'm slowly finding for myself, is about letting the, the uh, logic part of your brain show up and have it say, make a big to-do list, look at all the things that you have to do, um, really like put it out there with all those typical thoughts around that feeling of you have to get something done. I have to just power up and do this. I let my brain kind of exercise those thoughts and put them out into the world, whether it's on my to-do list or just in my own head. Um, and then what I do is I give space to the inspirational side of myself, the excitement side of myself. And so maybe I'll have a to-do list that my logic brain has created. And it says, David, these are 10 things you got to get done today. Get to the office, get your ass over there and get these done. And then I sit with it and I kind of just let, let that be and allow for this other part of me, which is kind of the part that gets inspired, um, or excited. And I look at the list and I say, what on this is interesting to me? What's exciting? What feels like the right thing for me to do? And what I do is I just prioritize those things. I cut out some of the some of the stuff that maybe is unnecessary. And what this does, what this balance does, is it lets you show up to work inspired and excited, but with the smart uh understanding and input from the other side of yourself. Okay, whoa, we're talking about some crazy topics here. Let me try to recap that for you. If you're like, David, I'm so confused about what you're saying. Um, that's okay. So here's, here's the way I'd put it again. Some advice tells you that you should just wait to be inspired. That's when you should pursue your work. That's when you should write your novel. That's when you should create your video, your blog post. That's when you should show up. And we know why this is. It's because when you show up inspired and excited, your work just goes better. Like people respond. I don't know how it happens, but anytime I show up and make something I'm really proud of and excited about, that energy transfers. Now, the flip side of this is when you've got a big to-do list and you know that you just have to get it done. Like there's some stuff on there that needs to happen. And so you psych yourself up, you drink a bunch of coffee, you put on loud music and you're like, I just have to power through this but you know it doesn't have the same impact as the work that you produce when you're inspired. So that's kind of the battle. Do you show up, do you let yourself just show up inspired or do you force yourself to show up no matter what? And what I'm saying is that if you can bring both of those voices to your work every day, 
and you do them in the way that I'm sort of describing, I think you get the best of both worlds. So let your logic, uh, motivation, you need to make this happen part of you, create a to-do list. Think about all the things that you have to get done. Then allow the other side of you, which is like the kid, the inspired side, say to yourself, really, do I need to get all that stuff done? Because there's a bunch on there that it doesn't really matter that much and, and isn't absolutely necessary. And oh, those three, those three things look really fun. What if we did those today? And I let that kind of guide what, especially what I begin with that day. Maybe my first three tasks of the day are the stuff that I'm most excited to do. And so that's how I approach that question. That's how I approach my work. I never feel like I'm showing up grinding through stuff that I just feel like I have to get done even though I hate it. That honestly doesn't seem to happen anymore. And it's because I allow that part of me to have it say, but I don't let it actually control what I do day to day. I let the inspired uh, child David show up and uh, create work. And I think it's just had a lot of impact on the success of what I'm doing because like we said, when you show up inspired, your work just goes better. And so that's my recommendation. Uh, if you have any questions, I'd love to discuss this further. The last tip that I would say here is you can trick yourself into being excited about something. So let's put it this way. I have to clean my apartment this weekend. And that's what my logic brain says to me. It's like, you've let this go too long. You need to get it done. Just get it done. Just show up this weekend and clean your apartment. And you know, the excited part of me is like, oh, that sounds like the worst thing that I could do. I want to go to the beach. I want to enjoy my weekend. And here's the the trick. It's kind of the last piece of this uh, discussion, which is you can always trick yourself into being excited about it. So I've got clean your apartment. It's in my calendar. I'm dreading it. And then I let that excited child part of me look at it in a new light and say to myself, oh, like it's actually it actually could be kind of nice. I'll listen to a podcast. It'll be pretty relaxing. What a good time to take a break. Uh, and I try to kind of have that conversation that lets me look at that task as something that could be valuable. Oh, it's just going to feel so good when I'm done cleaning. Like, you know, that feeling that happens at the end, that's going to be great. Um, and I don't think this is delusional. I think when we tap into a part of ourselves that's excited and enjoying life, um, I think it's just a, a smart way to live, but it's also a smart way to work because it lets you show up engaged, happy, excited, uh, and doing your best work. So that's how I look at the question, should I just show up and force myself to work every day or should I wait until I'm inspired? Um, I sort of let my brain and body do both of those. I am both the child um, and the kid who has to get his homework done. Um, but now I try to have fun with all of it. So uh, shoot me an email if you have any questions. Please subscribe. Um, it helps me know that, that you're digging the podcast. If you have any uh, questions you want me to answer on air, email me, david at thefirstfouryears.com. It is the number four in there. Um, and thanks so much for being here. I'm just having a blast with this, and I appreciate you all listening. Later. Mm-hmm.